This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 605 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Dawn McCormick. She's with Waste Management. Dawn, how you doing? Great, Charlie. Thank you for uh, having me and uh, being able to talk a little bit about what our company does here in Florida and in Southwest, Southwest Florida in particular. Yeah, yeah. You know, number one, uh, my goodness, where will we be without you guys? Uh, you know, I think this is one of those good neighbor things we take for granted that, you know, it's just all the debris and stuff that we accumulate that magically disappears a, a day or two a week. Well, the national average says that people uh, put about five pounds of garbage at the curb every day, which is amazing. Wow. And it wow. has to get picked up and sorted and disposed of properly. And I'm really proud to say that our workers were essential during the last 18 yeah. months of the pandemic. And uh, they came to work every day. They worked especially long days because with all of the businesses closing, that trash moved home. Mm. And people, as you know, were putting more and more out at the curb. And we had to work overtime. Our trucks had to work overtime. Our drivers had to work overtime. So it's been a really long 18 months. And I couldn't be more proud of our frontline people during this time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean... It, it's funny. One of the highlights when we moved down to Florida has been as crazy as it might sound because you got the weather. I mean, so many great things, but the trash pickup is one of those. I mean, it. It. it you, I mean, you guys have it dialed in, and uh, it's. Um, I mean, even even when Irma hit, we were so impressed that you know you guys got right on it, and um, you know that all that trash didn't accumulate. So uh, yeah, you. great job. Thank you. Well, <laughs> um, Waste Management is North America's largest environmental services provider. And the Florida area, which is one of 17, is the largest in our company. We have the most employees, about 5,000, uh, mm. a lot of customers. So we really do take pride. And a lot of the people who work for our company have been here 15, 20, 25, 30 years. It's not uncommon for a driver to have been here 20, 25 years. So they really take a lot of pride in what they do. And uh, it's a great team. Yeah. So what about your journey, Dawn? Tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got involved in WM. Yeah, you don't necessarily grow up and say, I'm going to work for a garbage company. But um, <laughs> I have a journalism background. I went to Northwestern. I majored in journalism. And my uh, initial jobs were mostly in sports broadcasting. I went to Green Bay, Wisconsin. First, wow. first woman broadcaster to cover the Green Bay Packers. I'm still a little bit of a cheesehead. I was oh, there several goodness. years. I ended up being the weekend sports anchor. It was in the years that Bart Starr was uh, coaching and uh, James Lofton right. was a wide receiver, kind of the mid-80s. Uh, yeah. Then I went to the Bay Area. I went to San Jose, the NBC affiliate, and I got to cover the 49ers um, for the last couple of years of Joe Montana's career there. So that Oof. was very exciting. But I uh, had a lot of wonderful experiences in the sports world. Then went to uh, Southern California and worked for the Irvine Company, which is a major developer, and, and went to work for them in corporate communications and since then have you know stayed in that realm in that field so i've made the transition from 
being a journalist to being a corporate spokesperson. Wow. Such an interesting background. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do love the sports world still. Wow. So who's your team now? Oh, my gosh. That's such a good question. I grew up in Chicago, so I'm a Bear fan. My dad had tickets mm -hmm. for 60 years. Also a Packer fan, which is uh, is really tough because they, you know, in the same conference. Still root a little bit for the 49ers and the Dolphins. Um, two of our three children went to Florida State, so the Seminole. <laughs> And I'm a Northwestern football fan, but that's not always easy to be. When yeah. I was there, they had the long losing streak. Uh, now they're a really that's pretty good team funny. under Pat Fitzpatrick. But uh, I follow all sports, Olympic sports, basketball, a lot, a lot of things. And my son was a swimmer at a very high level, Florida State and Olympic trials. So I follow uh, swimming and water polo pretty closely, too. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, those two sports, I, I give so much so many props to I, I mean swimmers just it's like one thing if you're a long distance runner at least you see the scenery and the air blowing but laps in a pool i don't know how those folks do it yeah and then, um two hours a day in the morning two hours in the afternoon and um all through high school all through college and there's no off season in swimming no. we swim year round you can't afford to get out of the pool so uh it's a big it's a big challenge yeah yeah. And how those water polo folks stay above water. I, when, yeah, my, daughter, are, my daughter, my daughter, college water polo, but yeah, you can tread water like crazy. <laughs> wow. All right. So back on to WM. That was, that was a fun little segue outside, but let's, let's pull it back. When it comes to myths, misconceptions, what do you hear that you can speak to? In terms of, do you want to talk recycling a little bit, maybe? Yeah. You know, that, that was really in my yeah. mind, I, I was going to bring that up regardless. So yeah, let's let's hit recycling. Yeah, I mean, if we talking recycling, and I know that's important to the folks in Southwest Florida and across the state and country. Uh, a little bit of the misconception is we hit a tough period three four years ago when China decided to close its mm. doors. They used to take about thirty percent of the world's recycling, and they uh, quit doing that. So we had to work really. Uh, quickly in the industry to find domestic markets. And we have more investment in plastic mills and in paper mills. And I'm really pleased to say, um, as North America's largest recycler, waste management now keeps 100% of the plastics that it's, it recycles here in the United States. And about 75% of the fiber stays here. So that's wow. great news. Uh, so when you're worried about ocean plastics and all of the things that we do worry about, um, we're not contributing to that in any great way. All of the plastic stays here. So that's great news. And then the key thing that uh, residents need to know is how important it is to recycle right you have to only put the things in your cart or bin that really belong there. And to simplify that, that means clean, dry, empty, cardboard, paper, bottles, and cans. Generally, those are the guidelines. Everybody mm. gets a little hung up on this and that. And now on the plastic side, we are taking bottles jugs, milk jugs, laundry detergent mm -hmm. jugs, and tubs, which are yogurt tubs, because that's number five polypropylene, and there's a market for that. But basically, if it's plastic, it needs to be a food container. 
Don't put your Fisher Price toys that are broken in there. Don't put a laundry basket. Don't put plastic hangers. It has to really be a plastic food container. And when in doubt, if you're questioning whether it's recyclable, it's better to put it in the garbage. Because when you're putting in non-recyclables, you're adding a tremendous cost to the system. Is that because it has to be hand-picked out? Is that what happens? It has to be hand-picked out and it goes through the machinery, all that energy. It has to be put on a truck at the back end and then hauled away to a landfill or waste energy for disposal. So you've double handled it. Plus you've taken up, if there's 30% of non-recyclables coming into a plant, you've taken up 30% of the capacity recycling garbage. And when you put plastic bags in or you put your recyclables in plastic bags, that plastic wraps around the star screens. And our workers have to go into the machinery three to four times a day. We shut down the lines and they have to they have to use knives and other instruments to tear out that plastic that's all wrapped up. So it's really bad to put plastic bags or to bag your recyclables. You can take them back to a grocery store like Publix because they source separate them and keep them together, but you cannot commingle them with your household recyclables. Wow. Really important. Wow. Boy, that must drive you guys nuts. I mean, yeah, it's really, it's dangerous. It's hard for our workers. They don't want to go down in there and do that. And uh, so just really encourage people. It's important to recycle. It's both environmentally and economically sustainable and beneficial, but really stick to the main items that your city or your county tells you are recyclable don't try to be virtuous and wish cycle and hope that you can recycle something you're really doing more harm than good yeah so none of that putting plastic bags in just because well it should be and i don't i feel bad putting it in the regular trash right yeah yeah Yeah. better better to take it if you if you want to take it back to a grocery store great yeah but if not you're better to throw it out yeah okay good stuff so what about then the, I mean, it's, it's great to hear the, the percentage of plastics that are recycled. What, what happens to them once you pass them on? You know, they're- yeah, so we take you know, the plastics and we bail them. And one of the reasons there is such high demand right now is because a lot of the companies, whether it's Procter & Gamble, Johnson Johnson, Coke, Pepsi, have made commitments to use more recycled content in their new product. So the brands are really aggressively looking for that material. So we send it Mm. to them and they are able to make new product. So an aluminum can that you recycle can actually be back on your store shelf within as little as 30 days. And aluminum is very important to recycle because of the reduction in greenhouse gas emissions. So whether you're home having a, a Coke or a beer or you're on the go, if you can't find a place to recycle, bring those cans home, keep a reusable bag in your back seat, empty them and, and bring them home. Aluminum is really valuable for our environment to recycle. That's amazing. That quickly, uh, those cans end up back on the shelf. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff. So how about outside of WM, what are you doing for fun? Oh my gosh, outside of, of WM, um, I actually like to do a lot of things. I love to horseback ride. I go every year to a beautiful ranch in Colorado and with uh, meet up with some girlfriends and do that. I also like to scuba dive. 
and um, I dive, I try to dive at least once a month. There are beautiful reefs up and down the coast off the, you know, Atlantic coast here from, you know, Fort Lauderdale North, or you can go down to the Keys. So I really do enjoy uh, scuba diving. And uh, I'm a skier, so I go out, try to go out once a year out yeah. west. So, yeah, a little bit, a lot, a lot of fun things. Play golf, too. So um, I work hard and have fun. And my husband and I have three children who are now grown and one grandbaby. So loving on my grandbaby, too. So, Dawn, how about looking back and like, my goodness, you've done so many things. You've had so many experiences. But but when you look back and say, hey, this, this one period of time, even though it was a rough patch, I got through it. And because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. What comes to mind? Well, that's interesting. You know, you can go through life. There's all, all kinds of things. But um, I would I would say on a, on a professional front, um, I've been at Waste Management 12 years, and I just really love this company and um, we're, have always worked with great people. And about two, three years ago, they brought someone um, in from the outside who was going to run corporate communications and I don't know. It was just, it was, it was hard. They were, they wanted to make a lot of changes without really understanding what we did. And it was a, it was a tough time for the people who'd been here and, and you, you have to adapt to change and be open to change, but it has to be educated change and make, make a, a difference. So it was a, it was a, a struggling time. Um, and I think a lot of my peers throughout the country, you know, we're just trying to, to adapt to a new system. In the end, they kind of rethought it and it didn't actually go forward. And that was a good thing. But there was a time where you just, you know, you have to work through professional challenges. And, um, and, and we did. And uh, I had a really good team around me to, to help. But uh, I, and then more so in Florida, I mean, there's no question that um, we've had challenges getting through the pandemic. Um, it's very hard to attract workers. You know, if, mm. if everybody in Florida is looking for for, for uh, people to hire and the waste and recycling industry is no different. We're competing with Amazon and uh, Walmart and everyone else who are, who needs CDL drivers. So just really... Um, we literally had some of our managers on, you know, and my boss is a vice president on the back of trucks some days um, yeah. picking up trash. So it, you know, we all had to pitch in. Um, I wasn't on the back of a truck, but I was driving out in front of one and kind of helping. So I think, um, I think it's just taught us a lot about the value of teamwork and being willing to do whatever it takes to get a job done. So professionally, I would say even just the last 18 months have made us all work differently, work smarter, uh, and have to do things we hadn't done ever before in our careers. Yeah. Wow. Again, that's, that's such a great point. What we take for granted that every Tuesday or Thursday or whatever day it is, the truck's going to come by and pick up our garbage. And, uh, I, and I know, I mean, working with dozens and dozens of businesses in Southwest Florida, how difficult it is for them. You know, they've had open positions, multiple open positions for, for two years now. I mean, yeah. it's just tough finding folks. And yeah. in your case, oh, geez, I mean, the truck's got to run one way or another tomorrow, right? One of the things I'm really proud about, Charlie, is our company has recognized there's a, quote, war on labor, and we have to do everything we can to continue to make our industry attractive and, and, and take yeah. care of our, our team members. So we introduced a program called Your Tomorrow. It's education-based. It's through Guild.com. But hundreds and hundreds of universities around the country participate in it. 
And we offer um, all of our team members, you know, free tuition for virtual bachelor's degrees, associate's degrees, all kinds of things um, online. But also starting in January, we're going to extend that to spouses and children. So someone who is a, a, a garbage driver or a collector or recycling, someone who works on our landfills, they're going to be able to allow their their spouses and their children to get free college education. And so that's really a game changer, something that very few companies in the in the country do that do. And the fact that we do that in the waste industry, I'm really proud to talk about that and use it to encourage people to come and work here at WM. It's a it's a great company. So I'm really proud to be able to be the spokesperson for a company that's doing that for our team members. Wow. Well, I'm glad you shared that. Wow. Mm -hmm. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about waste management? What would that be? And by the way, the last one you shared was a real good that's, one. Yeah, so that's, that's that. great about our education. <laughs> um, I would just say that, you know, you don't think you want to work in garbage, but it's all about sustainability now and resiliency. And um, we have tremendous greenhouse gas emission targets, um, which we've actually all you know met and surpassed. We continue to be a leader in the sustainability um, field. And we're always looking for ways to do things that protect our environment, that reduce greenhouse gas emissions, um, that make us a, a more resilient state and country. So if you're someone who's just generally interested in the environment and interested in, in, in renewable energies and, and very cutting edge technologies, um, you know, WM is a great place. We're even working with autonomous vehicles right now. Um, some of our yellow iron on top of a landfill. Now, a young person may not think that that's what they want to do, but we now can run those remotely. So wow. you can sit in a control room a mile <laughs> away and, and be on a joystick and be moving a huge compactor or a bulldozer. So it's just one of those things that we're adapting to technology. We're making major investments and we want to continue to be a really attractive place to work for generations to come. So yeah. it's a, it's something to be kind of fun about fun and enjoy being a part of this team. Yeah. Wow. How cool is that? It's like you guys are really on the cutting edge of, uh, you know, waste disposal technology. Uh, yeah. Neat. Okay. Well, how can our listeners learn more, get in touch? I mean, certainly those who would like a career, things like that. Sure. Our website's simple, wm.com. Uh, you can go backslash careers or backslash recycle right. Or, um, you know, just check out um, a lot of the things we're doing in the communities in Florida, throughout the country. And uh, anyway, we're just real pleased to serve the people of, of Florida. We have tremendous amount of young people, young little boys, three and four year old little boys love garbage trucks. And they're always calling us to come and bring a, some goodies for a birthday party. You can actually go online and get uh, all birthday party paraphernalia, outfits and toy trucks and things for your son's birthday party because little boys love our green garbage trucks and our drivers love coming by and waving and being part of the community. Yeah, good stuff. Well, Don, this has been awesome. Thank you for spending time with us and sharing the wonderful things waste management does in Florida and beyond. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you for um, doing such a great job of sharing good stories and good news around Southwest Florida. We appreciate it. 
Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.